What's up, everybody? Paflin here, and welcome to episode 1016 of AskPat 2.0. This is the show where I go through people's problemos, and I help. I'm trying to rhyme, and it's not working very well, so I apologize. But hey, guys, this is what we do. We do a coaching call live about a half hour, and you're there sitting in, listening, learning as we go. And today we're talking with Tom Drake from maplemoney.com, a very popular personal finance blog. Uh, known as the Canadian source for personal finance. And I've actually known Tom for quite a while and met him a number of times at FinCon, which is one of my favorite conferences, the Financial Blogger Conference. Fun fact, the first conference I ever spoke on stage at, and I pretty much threw up right before that happened because it was the most nerve-wracking thing I've ever done, but one of the most fulfilling things I've done, and now I've gone on to speak several times. So I have an affinity and a love for the personal finance space, and we're here today to help Tom and all of you who are going through trouble with, okay, well, how do I double my revenue? You know, I might still have a job and I want to increase my income, but I have all these other ideas and I'm trying to redesign my website and there's all these tasks and to-do lists that I need to complete. Where am I, Where's my money going to come from? Well, that's what we're talking about today. Now, before we get to the call with Tom, speaking of money, I want to talk about how we manage our money. You know, for me personally, I love the tool FreshBooks. You've heard me talk about it before if you've heard the show because they are the sole sponsor of AskPat, one of my favorite companies, helping all of us manage our business finances in several different ways from keeping track of our income, categorizing them properly for taxis, and that's really important, for expenses and automatically tracking those expenses. They can connect your credit cards. You can just automatically keep track of what's going on. You can go back and look at your archive uh, and, and your books and just kind of see what's going on. You can understand where you can save money from that. Um, but they also help with invoicing. So if you do any coaching or consulting, which I do, uh, you know, using FreshBooks makes it really easy to literally less than 30 seconds create a pro- professional-looking invoice that you can send out. And they also help you keep track of not only who is yet to pay you, but who is yet to even open that invoice and see it. So it makes follow-up very easy. So you can get paid like you all deserve when you are helping other people because that's what this is about, serving others. And FreshBooks does an amazing, amazing job, and they've done an amazing job for years serving the SPI community and the ASPAC community. So if you want to check them out, you can check them out for 30 days for free. And all you have to do is go to freshbooks.com slash ASPAT and just make sure you enter ASPAT in the How Did You Hear About Us section. All right, thanks again and uh, enjoy the show. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. Now here's Tom from maplemoney.com. Hey, Tom, what's up? Thanks for joining me here on ASPAT 2.0. Welcome. Thanks for having me. So, uh, Tom, uh, what is your business and kind of how to, how, like, in the one minute uh, rundown, kind of how'd you get started in all this? Uh, well, I started just over nine years ago as a Canadian finance blog. And uh, we've recently rebranded to, to Maple Money, but um, uh, I've got a, a handful of blogs, really. Uh, but, but Maple Money and, and Retire Happy are two that are, are sort of the ones that are succeeding in Canada. Uh, so that's that's where I where I'm focusing most of my effort on now. Nice, and you know, for those of you listening, Tom and I have known each other for quite a while. We always run into each other at FinCon. And were you there in 2011 when I first spoke on stage? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I was I remember I was actually uh, sitting right beside you when we did uh, sort of uh, everybody moved down a seat in the in the tent. If you oh, remember like that, the, the networking <laughs> kind of exercise. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I felt totally out of out of place there. And, you know, the nice thing was that the FinCon community and, and you and everybody there, especially PT, he, I mean, every, everybody there is so friendly. I mean, you guys made me feel so welcome. So thank you 
for that time. Yeah. And obviously I've been to FinCon, you know, several years now in a row and uh, it's a great conference. I, I recommend you all check it out for sure. But anyway, today's about you, Tom. Tell us kind of what, what's on your mind and, and tell me what, like, what can I help you with? Well, um, I'm looking to make some some big improvements. It, despite going nine years and and being a low six figure blogger, uh, I still have a day job, and uh, part of that is because my my wife's been able to stay home with the kids. So it's great that the blog's been able to do that. Mm-hmm. But I, I need to to take it up one more level so that I can at least have the ability to leave my day job, even if I didn't right away. I'd, even mentally, just feeling like I could would <laughs> would be a big improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I, I do have a bunch of goals for this year and, uh, basically the idea is to start treating it more like a business and and not just being a blogger where it's, it's almost accidental success. Um, I, I want to start looking more at how to monetize properly, how to, to reduce expenses and, and, and really look to make some, some income that that'll benefit the family. When you think about leaving your job now, what kind of feelings are you feeling what what is uncomfortable about that to you uh right now i don't think the income's high enough to to truly cover what would be then my wife and me not working um in in reality we probably could make it work it just wouldn't be as as comfortable and 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 some of that comfortability might be why we're not uh why i'm not always treating it enough like a business Mm -hmm. well i mean i know all about not treating something like a business. I kind of just Frankenstein put things together, probably similar to how most bloggers do it. And then I started to see success and, you know, just kind of, it wasn't until I, I I really took that SEO or excuse me, not SEO, CEO, (laughs) SEO is a part of it too. Um, but bringing that uh, CEO mindset to the, to the, to the business really did kind of, like you said, take things to the next level. So I'm excited that you know that you need to do that. But before we go into that, I'd, I'd love to ask you, I mean, it's interesting some of the language you were using, like, I think, and I might, you know, those kinds of things. That that just leads me to believe that you haven't actually found an exact number that you would be comfortable with leaving your day job. Um, have you gone through an exercise kind of trying to discover, okay, well, well, how much does the blog and my business online need to make before I feel comfortable? Um. An exact number, no. Um, I, my my sort of goal for this year is to, is to double the revenue. Um, now I don't really care if I if I make an extra penny in in profit um, for this year, uh, d- just to lay down the some groundwork of of getting new things in place, mm. um, uh, spending on ads as well, just to bring some extra traffic in where where we've been mostly search based um, up until this point. Uh, so. I, I think doubling the revenue would would do a lot. Um, again, not so much this year if I'm not looking to make profit, but I'm thinking a year from now, where will I be? And uh, uh, if I could then sort of keep that same revenue, but then reduce expenses, uh, I, I think that would give me the amount I need. Mm-hmm. Um, with the expenses, I also feel having having the day job Let's me be a little too loose with the expenses sometimes. Uh, I'm not making decisions as, as someone that really needs that income to to pay the bills. What do you feel? This hypothetical question. Um, I'm not suggesting, and I never suggest to anybody just like, oh, you, you should quit your job, you know, because I think, uh-huh. you know, even though it was me getting laid off, that actually opened up a lot of doors for me. 
I know there are people who can do both, and I understand the sort of wanting to feel secure and, and those kinds of things, especially with it related to benefits and you know that 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 sort of thing. That's a whole other um, discussion. But hypothetically, if you were to remove your day job from the situation, how, in your words, do you think that might benefit specifically the stuff that you're doing online? Um. I don't know if I would put any more time into the business if I were to leave my job. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd probably get more time with my family. Um, basically, right now, I've got the day job till 4 o'clock. So by the time I get home, uh, see the kids for three to four hours before they go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so so I might get more family time, but which is part of what I mean. It would help a lot mentally. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, strictly as a business, though, I, I do put a lot of time in already. Um, I'm kind of a a 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. kind of guy uh, on the business. So so I'm putting hours in every day. Yeah, you're hustling. Uh, yeah, so so I don't think I don't think I get more time. I might get more mental clarity, just <laughs> less things to think about might might help me make better decisions. Okay, well, that's good to know because now it's not a matter of what a lot of people say is, oh, I just don't have the time to do it. You're putting the time in. So – for the rest of this discussion, perhaps we can discover, okay, well, where should that time be put into? And I'd love to kind of unpack a little bit what your, you know, you said you wanted to double your revenue. What is your current yeah. plan to make that happen? Um, a, a big part of it has been some uh, some Facebook advertising uh, just to bring in new traffic. Where uh, I've been working with uh, Monica Louie, who I know you know. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, she's, uh, she's been helping me get different ads that seem to be working, promoting some of the affiliate related posts that I've got on the site. Um, and and then another thing is, again, maybe being too lazy the past couple of years, I, uh, I haven't been producing enough new content, uh, doing a lot of republishing and upgrading, but not brand new content. So um, I've hired some writers uh, f- for both of the main sites to, um, to start adding additional posts because to, to gain search traffic, yeah, I can try to go from ranking number five to number three or something, but mm-hmm. it, it, there's nothing that really beats the gain of, of also just having a whole new topic added to the site. <laughs> so so uh, I, I've been seeing a little bit of success with that already, uh, just covering some new things in personal finance that, that didn't exist uh, two or three years ago when I was producing more content. Are there any other avenues of income that you – had thought about before or had explored or perhaps are on your wish list that you know you haven't really dove into yet yeah there's a lot on the wish list um with with my partner at retire happy i I work with someone else on that side as well jimmy um we're we're looking at doing a a retirement based course um especially around the 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 weird canadian things that (laughs) that you want to get in a a course in in Mm -hmm. from the states or anything um I think that'll help a lot. Uh, we're looking more at um, truly using the newsletter. Um, both both of these main sites have good size uh, email lists. Um, one's about ten thousand, the other's over twenty thousand. But we haven't really done much more than than just email about a new post. We, we don't have um, nice uh, autoresponders set up or anything like that to to really sort of uh, benefit from those those new subscribers and then final question before we dive in a little bit more is where is the bulk of the 
income coming from right now? Or how, how does it break down? Um, mostly affiliates. Uh, for for a, quite a few years, I went uh, I went mostly with AdSense and a little bit of CPM ads. Um, that was the the easy way kind of thing, not necessarily the best paying way. Uh, with affiliates, um, I, I've got sort of best travel credit cards, best cashback credit cards. Uh, we're doing robo advisors now. Uh, a lot of these kind of comparison posts where where we're reviewing maybe five different services like that and mm. uh, and and choosing the best one. Uh, th- that's that's done way more for me than than AdSense ever did. Uh, it, it's it was the difference between just sort of doing okay and then and then getting past that six digit mark uh, for, for for annual revenue. Nice. I mean, to do that through affiliates and, and those kinds of posts, I mean, that's that's really admirable. I mean, that's, you know, a lot of people want that for sure. But I personally feel like, you know, you can completely amp things up when you begin to start, you know, now that you have this amazing brand that you've created and credibility over the years to create your own products. Um, and, and so that's exciting that you are you know, potentially thinking about doing that. Um, is there a plan in place for that specifically or a timeline? Uh, timelines? It's, I, I've got a few goals before that. Uh, one is uh, we're launching new designs for both of the, the major sites. And I also want to launch a podcast on Maple Money. Um, not, not so much that that helps me with the monetization goal directly, but uh, it's, it's a lot of good networking and, and even link building, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so after that, so say summer to fall, we'd like to have the, the uh, retirement course done and, and, and online. Uh, we've already tried a little bit of, uh, re- recording video. Mm-hmm. I wasn't too happy w- with the quality of it. So <laughs> we're, we're going to look at, uh, in- improving that first and, uh, then probably getting someone else to edit it so, so that it actually gets done. Why are you focusing on the website design? What, why is that a kind of next step for you? Um, it's, uh, the, the current site doesn't look so bad. Retire happy is a little more dated. Um, both of them had a bit of the the. It just looks like another blog kind of. Uh, it's just the posts up on the front page, and that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're we're trying to look bigger to to, to match where we're at within Canada. Um, so I'm hoping that that the idea is that it adds, especially with things like credit card affiliates, that it adds sort of trust and authority. Uh, which will hopefully then lead to uh, a better convert conversion there as well. Yeah. I mean, one of the things for me when I converted from more of a scrappy entrepreneur from the beginning to now CEO of mindset, um, a few things, number one, you know, it, it was, you know, building a team and that, that kind of thing. And I know you have people who help you with a lot of things, which is great. And you have this team of writers, which is, which is fantastic. The other part that was very big for me, was the idea that, you know, everything is done with a specific purpose. Like, I make this decision because I want this to happen. And that was very different before because before it was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to write a blog post because I'm going to write a blog post. Or I want to redesign my website because it just, you know, I don't like the way it looks and I just want it to look better. But there wasn't mm-hmm. specific goals in mind with that. And so I was I was leaning toward, oh, I don't know if Tom's build, redoing his website just because that's like kind of, you know, the thing to do. Or is there a specific goal in mind? So I'm, I'm encouraged that you said something related to the affiliates and the trust that you're building. Do you have any specific results that you want to see after the design change? And this is a very big question because a lot of 
you know, people struggle with, well, I don't know if things are going well or I don't know if it was the right move because they're not tracking because they're not, you know, A, they don't have goals related to those decisions, but B, there's nothing to track. So they don't, you know, can you ever be happy if you don't track? So that's like, I want to challenge you and ask you, like, do you have specific goals in mind for when you have this design change? Because to me, and this is just my thought, just based on our, on our conversation now, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel that launching a course and, you know, improving those, the revenue numbers and, and building something of your own is going to give you more ROI and uh, a bigger paycheck versus a website redesign. And when you say that you want to double your income and that you want to, you know, potentially leave your day job, I mean, those are the actions, the bolder actions that will make that happen sooner than, you know, a website redesign or, you know, a podcast, although, you know, it might be weird hearing me say like, oh, you know, <laughs> podcast, like, of course you should start a podcast. Well, I sell a podcasting course, but I'm telling you, like, that's le- that's less important than these opportunities you have in front of you with this audience that you've built, nine years of credibility to launch something that is of your, uh, that is your own, where you're going to make a lot more profit, you're going to help a lot more people and just have a better experience with, you know, what you're doing online. So, sorry, that was a little bit of a long-winded kind of set up for, um, you know, number one, goals for the website redesign. And number two, do you think that that's actually more or higher priority or or lower priority than, for example, something like your own product? Yeah, I don't know if I do have a, a true, especially monetary goal connected to the design. Um, I'm just kind of stuck in it right now <laughs> because uh, we're, we're just about to launch one of them. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm not telling you to, 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 to drop that now. Yeah. I mean, you've gone so far in it already. You might as well launch it, but I would definitely pay attention to what happens afterwards, especially when it comes to all the places on your website where you are generating an income. I would, I would, if you're not doing it already, keep track of all those places, the most profitable pages on your website, keep a close eye on those after the redesign to see if they are giving you a, you know, more of a positive ROI or, 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 you know, maybe decreases, hopefully not. Um, but to, to my second question there, like, how do you respond to, you know, prioritization? Is there something deeper here? Is there a reason why, you know, perhaps in, it's funny, you mentioned like, you know, oh, the videos weren't good enough. I mean, that is often, I'm not saying it is, but it's often an excuse people make when it's something that's scary that they don't, you know, because they've never done it before, or they just, you know, aren't sure if it's going to sell. Are those, are those any feelings that you're having? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think one of the the issues I have uh, with that with that idea is is being around for nine years. I I, I don't want to do anything that kind of comes off sort of not good enough. <laughs> and that, that was my worry with the the videos was uh, mm. um, that the audio wasn't so great, and and I I, I do want a certain polished look. Um, same with the podcast. That's another thing where where. It was something I, I really wanted to start in January, and and here we are in April when we're recording this, and uh, I haven't started it. So it's uh, um, almost uh, this want for I wouldn't say perfection, but at least the upper portion <laughs> towards that. Um, it, it it stops me from doing a lot of things, and even before that, it's it's easy to get distracted by things that don't matter. Um, I've I've spent time worrying about social networks and like getting more followers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, and that doesn't, it didn't help me as a business at all. 
Is there a mechanism by which you can check in with yourself when you're doing something to to essentially ask yourself, is this what I should be working on right now? That was a really big thing for me. I even set random alarms on my phone to go off ran, at random times during the day to, to basically be a check-in for myself because I was catching myself. You know, Those alarms would catch me in Twitter world and Facebook and just completely wasting my time. I mean that that's a huge drain, especially when you have these bigger things that – that are going on, um, you know, maybe I can just offer you to ask yourself when you're working on something like that, like, is this actually helping me with my bigger goals? And if not, then, then drop it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I think, uh, one thing I, I know that you're a big fan of too, is, um, I think I need to get back to doing a weekly mastermind. Uh, I, I did one maybe two or three years ago mm-hmm. and, and it kind of fizzled out. Uh, and, and I do an annual one with, with a group of guys every year as well. Uh, but, um, why do you think I, you need I, the mastermind? I, I think I need sort of accountability. I, I need, and, and even just the weekly goals, like really the, the last fraction of a mastermind meeting every week, just to give goals and then be accountable to them the next, the week later, I think would, uh, get me back on track again. Um, I, I saw great success with that in the past. Because I felt like I actually had to do the thing I said I was going to do <laughs> instead of just putting it off and uh, spending my time on Twitter or something. Do you feel like that you maybe have one person who's a good friend in your space who you know you can go to and just essentially send an email or or text once a week just to to, to accomplish what that mastermind call would accomplish for you? Because you know, a mastermind call is you know often. You know, it varies obviously, but it could be an hour long a week, mm-hmm. which you only have so many hours with the day job as well. And it's going to require a lot of that really hardcore think tanking or the thinking brain where, you know, when it's not your turn in the hot seat, you're going to have to, you know, step up and, and, and offer help and think and, and, you know, put yourself in that person's situation to help them out. I mean, that takes a lot of energy. And I'm not saying that mastermind groups are bad, I, I think they're incredibly valuable. But for what you need, you need that just accountability portion. And so is there a friend or a person you can go to and say, hey, if you don't mind, can I email you just once a week or tell you what my goals are? And just that practice alone could be something that could be really really useful. And maybe there's a partner who can just do that with you kind of in exchange. Yeah, I like that idea. I I know there's – I can think of a couple bloggers that are – have very similar goals to mine right now, actually. Um, so uh, right down to the doubling revenue and, and all that. Uh, so there, there's certainly like-minded people that, that I could probably do that even if it doesn't become a full mastermind, but just, yeah, I, I like the email idea and everyone thought of it just, <laughs> just to, to go back and forth. between. Yeah. I mean, the let's keep it simple. And this is a strategy I learned from Tim Ferriss recently. He said it's somewhere in a video or something, but it's something that's been thrown around in the space now. And that's to always ask yourself if this were easy what would it actually look like? And then trying to make it that. And so if I were to ask you in terms of doubling your revenue, if it were easy, what would it look like? How would you answer? What, what would easy look like to double my revenue? Yeah. If, if, if it was the like your easiest path to do that would likely be what? Uh, well, the, the course would probably do really well. Um, that, that that would be on retire happy and, and the email list is is very responsive there mm-hmm. uh so i think even an initial launch would 
would do quite well. Um, but but then th- there's also the affiliate side, especially with with Maple Money, which is stronger on the affiliates. Uh, that that's where the things like new content come in. Um, I haven't had uh, not having enough new posts. That there's a lot of new stuff that we can cover mm-hmm. that that we can rank for relatively easily. Um, and and now that I've hired writers instead of for years, I was being a one person blog. Um, not the entire time earlier on I had writers and then they kind of all, all disappeared too. But, uh, um, so between the two sites, yeah, I think, I think launching the course, it wouldn't be easy, I guess <laughs> it might not fit the easy. Right. Term, right. But, right. Uh, Sorry. You know, if, yeah. if, if it were a simple process, I guess maybe I should have said, yeah, but it's definitely it, not easy. It would be one of the best results for sure. Okay. I would, I would, I would move that up in the prioritization ladder for sure. And Knowing that, this is big for me too, it doesn't have to be perfect the first go around. And the way that I would launch it, and there's many ways to do it, right? But I would actually pre-sell it. And you can pre-sell it to a limited number of people even before it's made to just understand, is this something actually people want? Some people will not want it because it's not made yet. But other people will jump on that opportunity because they'll be able to work closely with you and your partner as you build it out for them. And they're going to get early access to it, potentially a discount if you wanted to offer that. And also, they're going to be able to have a little bit more access to you, which is good for you because then you'd be able to get access to them as they're going through to make the course exactly what it needs to be. And the beauty of this is because it's limited, you're only working with a certain number of people in a higher capacity. And then when you go live, you're going to have X number of testimonials. You're going to already know it's successful and it's going to give you that confidence to sell it even more. And um then you can begin to inject that into your autoresponder series and all those things and utilize that email list a little bit more. Um, so I do think that you're right. That is where the lowest hanging fruit, if you want to call it that, is in terms of getting you to where your goal is, which is doubling your revenue. And I like also what you said with the Maple Money uh, side of things. Content, I think you're right. Content is what worked for you. And oftentimes the best solution for certain sites is to just continue to do what's already working, which is why I'm not saying that you should do podcasting right now but get things going where you now have the room and 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 the the the, just the space and the mental capacity to do the um you know just that you know because we only have so much bandwidth uh to Mm -hmm. to do a, a podcast and also realizing that that doesn't have to be perfect either and i think that by working with going back to your other site a cohort of students to start with it's going to help you on the sort of perfection thing because you're going to see things, even though they're not perfect, helping people, which is the most important thing, as you know. And then also it's going to motivate you because you're going to have these people who pay you who are going to be expecting, you know, you know, the next module next in the next couple of weeks and, you know, the module after that, two weeks after that or however you want to divvy that up. Um, and that could I mean, I would challenge you to, you know, after this call, we don't have to do it on this call, but to select a launch date for that if that's indeed how you wanted to approach it. And I like that approach because you get to validate it before you build it um, and then work backwards from there to, to you know get people excited about it and then come up with a number of how many people you want in before you say, all right, we're going to green light this and go. Is that something that you think you might be able to do? Yeah, I think so. Um, how, how do I go about getting that small group of people? Like, Do I email the entire list and kind of... Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I would. I already mentioned it, yeah. I would. I would say... Hey guys, um, and then, you know, I'd set up the the pain or the problem and then insert your solution. You don't want to just say right away, hey guys, I'm working on something cool. I think you're going to like it. You really want to set up 
you know, why this thing exists, you know? So what is it? A retirement course? Yeah, basically, uh, we, we might, we might even launch it as, as modules, but we haven't decided that cause there, there's, there's specific issues within retirement in Canada that, that most of the traffic that comes to retire happy is, is looking to solve. Oh, okay. So, um, we, we think basically we, we go that step beyond what, what's already in, in different posts that they're, they're coming to the site through and, uh, kind of give them something better. So, so it might be separate modules at first, but maybe eventually we've got a complete retirement course um, after covering different subtopics. I mean, if you wanted to do it that way, just to make it even easier and more just niche in terms of, of pain or problem or, or topic, I mean, you can, you can just focus on that one and pre-sell that, that one. And, you know, yes, consider how it might fit into a much larger overall course, but you can just pre-sell that one and just kind of get a list of people who are interested in learning more about that and saying that there's an opportunity to work closely with you and some higher level learning to help them through those goals. And then essentially you don't want to sell on that first email. You want to collect interest. And so when you send that first email, setting up the pain, setting up the problem, talking about that, you're creating the solution, talking about what it's going to look like, how it's going to be. You just simply say, and if this is something you're interested in, hit reply and I'll follow up with you. And you know, then from there, you can either take them on a call if you want, which I would recommend because, uh, first of all, it's a, it's a first cohort, and so you're going to want to know as much as you can about these people who are interested. You want to learn what they're going to say, how they're going to say it, um, what their objections are, all those kinds of things. And that allows you to better create a sales page or better send emails out down the road. Um, but by getting them to say, yes, I'm interested, you're not selling on that first email. You are asking. You're, you're almost – giving, hey, you know, this is something I want to offer. If this is something you're interested in, let me know and I'll give you some more details. If you don't get anybody, well, then you know that you just didn't say what you wanted to say correctly or that messaging just was incorrect or they didn't want that. And then you don't have to move on to the next steps until you figure that part out. We're kind of taking this sales process and breaking it up into little mini iterations. This is what I talk about in my book, Will It Fly? But if you get people who say, you know, I'm in, you know they're in. They've said yes once already, which is huge in marketing. You know, one yes leads to the next yes. And so then you can follow up with them and then say, this is what it's going to look like. We're trying to get X number of people in here. If X people get in and, and, and buy, then we're going to work closely with you. If not, then I'm just, we're just going to refund your money. Um, let me know if this is something you're, you know, if you're in, here's the, here's the PayPal. I mean, you don't even need to create a sales page for it. Um, and then you can just, again, like I said, take it in iterations. And as you get, you know, maybe you get 10 people in there who are interested in working closely with you. You put them all in a small Facebook group so that you can all chat with each other really quickly you can let them know uh, when the next module is coming out and, and all those kinds of things you can have them let you know you know what was confusing what was missing and they're going to feel like they're getting this special treatment from you because i mean you're basically building this course for them as a small representative of a much larger whole that's in your audience and so this way it, it just becomes a nice like step-by-step approach but one that kind of builds on the on the previous step um so that that's how i'd go about it tom yeah i really like that that's uh we, we were pretty much just going to create an entire course and and, <laughs> and then try to sell it after the fact. Uh, your idea not only does that sort sort of give us some information up front, but it I think especially in my case it, it might get sort of the ball rolling a little bit of momentum as as we go through each of those stages. Oh, absolutely! I mean, once you get people saying I'm interested, if you're like you know, most people who are here to serve, I can tell you are, are, are that kind of person, Tom. I mean, you're going to want to follow up and make sure that they're taken care of, right? Yeah. Awesome. So tell me what, um, you know, the big things you learned today in this call were. Um, 
Well, one of the big things is is sort of looking at my priorities uh, it, t- to match my goal. If <laughs> if 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 my if my big goal is to double revenue, then then I should well rather obviously be looking at things that are going to improve that revenue. Right, and then beyond doubling the revenue, I mean, imagine like what that does for you. Right, that allows you to you know safely quit your job or have people you know, around you, your loved ones, be comfortable with that, you know, that kind of thing. So it's not just the income, it's what the income would be able to unlock for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, because right, right now, if, if if I were to just quit my job right now, uh, we'd survive, <laughs> but uh, it, it would change, it would be a, a big lifestyle shock uh, in, in everything from how we spend and save, because mm-hmm. uh, both would disappear. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, so yeah, right now it, it just doesn't feel safe enough. Um, one of the best things that could happen to me would be to get laid off and have a little bit of paid time to figure that out. That's an interesting thing. I mean, I'm not <laughs> saying again, you should quit, but I mean, you said it yourself, like what could that extra time and, you know, just not having to worry about the day job do for you. So I'm just planting that seed for you, but I mean, you said it yourself. Okay. So prioritization, making sure everything you're doing, you know, you're asking yourself, how is this helping me get to my goal? How is this helping me get to my goal? What else? Uh, well, that's probably the big one. Um, uh, otherwise sort of how I can actually hit these goals. Uh, I, I really like the idea of, of maybe just, uh, a simple weekly email with someone, um, just to kind of focus on just the accountability portion and not necessarily the, the mastermind. Yep. There you go. That's a good one. And then hopefully the core stuff is helpful too, in terms of how to break that down and, you know, again, make it simple break it down into like step one step two and then you know write that first email and and see what happens yeah I, I like that idea i think having having the deadline um for a course launch and and working up to that date would not only keep us accountable but uh also give us that momentum to to get it done i love it and it's right there in alignment with your goals so tom hey thank you so much for coming on and and allowing me to sort of coach you through this process and you know I cannot wait to because I know we see each other every so often I'm going to follow up with you in person at some point and be like dude how are things and you're going to tell me uh that your course launched and that it's going well and you know I cannot wait to hear you say those words so it'll be it'll be a lot of fun man thank you again uh where can people find you and you know if they want to learn more and where should they go uh my main website's uh maplemoney.com and if uh if people want to see sort of everything I'm up to, I've also got tomdrake.net, which kind of links out to all the different different sites and projects I've got going on. Awesome, man. Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate you and have a good one. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that coaching call with Tom. You know, one of my favorite parts of this show is the end where I go, you know, what did you learn from this? And to have a person tell me what they learned is not just fulfilling for me, but I know very empowering for them because they now know they've said it out loud what they need to do next and you know like i said in previous episodes we're going to follow up with these people in the future if they want and check in on them so tom thank you so much for uh being vulnerable being honest and sharing a bit of information that's not only helpful for both of us but for everybody listening as well and for those of you listening two things you can do right now one make sure you subscribe to the show if you haven't already just go into your device find ask pat and hit the subscribe button because you'll get another episode coming your way just like this one next week with a different person going through different problems and situations in their business, all there to help you. And number two, what you can do is make sure to leave a review for 
podcast, Pat, on iTunes. Uh, doesn't matter what platform you listen on, if you are listening on the website or on Overcast or some other device, heading over to iTunes will help out the most. And just taking 30 seconds or a minute to do that would be extremely helpful. Now, if you'd like to get Konchik potentially from me, all you have to do is go to askpat.com. You'll see a button right there in the middle of the page where you can click a button, apply. I don't select everybody, but I do select a new person every single week, and that could be you. Just go to askpat.com. You can get a free half hour-ish, kind of sometimes it goes over, sometimes it's less, half hour-ish coaching call with me. And, you know, these are things that, you know, I have students who pay tens of thousands of dollars to work with me a year, and we have this one-on-one situation. But this is for all of you who cannot afford that, who have a problem and a pain, and I want to help you. All you have to do is go to askpat.com, and you can uh, apply there. And again, I can't select everybody, but I hope I can talk to you in the future. Until then, make sure you A, subscribe, and B, leave a review. Thank you so much, and I look forward to serving you in next week's episode of Ask Pat 2.0. Again, thanks to FreshBooks for making it happen, making it awesome. You can get the 30-day free trial of FreshBooks by going to freshbooks.com slash askpat, and just make sure you enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Cheers, guys.